Iowa General Assembly 2012 Legal Updates, Legislative Services Agency, Legal Services Division. Legal update briefings are prepared by the Nonpartisan Legal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency. A legal update briefing is intended to inform legislators, legislative staff, and other persons interested in legislative matters of recent court decisions, attorney general opinions, regulatory actions, federal actions, and other occurrences of a legal nature that may be pertinent to the General Assembly's consideration of a topic. Although a briefing may identify issues for consideration by the General Assembly, a briefing should not be interpreted as advocating any particular course of action. Legal Update Insurance Producers Scope of Duty Filed by the Iowa Court of Appeals February 29, 2012 Webker and Webker v. Heenan Agency Incorporated and Ray Heenan Number 10-2036 Background Facts and Procedure The plaintiffs, Jerome and Deborah Webker, own and operate an automobile servicing garage, body shop, and automobile detailing businesses in Perry, Iowa. For many years, the Webkers were advised to buy and purchase property casualty insurance for their businesses from the defendants, Heenan Agency Incorporated and Ray Heenan. In May 2008, a fire caused extensive damage to the Webkers' businesses. In the aftermath, the Webkers discovered that their insurance policy was inadequate to cover their losses. In May 2009, the Webkers filed a negligence claim against Heenan's alleging they breached their duty of care by failing to advise the Webkers of the amount of coverage needed and to obtain the amount of coverage needed. In August 2010, the Heenans moved for summary judgment. In December 2010, the district court granted summary judgment in favor of the Heenans, citing Sandbilt v. Farm Bureau Mutual Insurance 343 NW2D 457, Iowa 1984. In that case, the Iowa Supreme Court held that an expanded agency agreement sufficient to require a greater duty of care from an insurance producer exists only when the insurance producer holds oneself out as an insurance specialist, consultant, or counselor and receives compensation for such consultation and advice apart from premiums paid by the insured. The district court found that the facts did not support the expanded agency agreement between the Webkers and the Heenans. The Webkers appealed and the case was transferred to the Court of Appeals. While the appeal was pending, two events relevant to the case occurred. First, in December 2010, the court issued a decision in Langwith v. American National General Insurance Company, 793 NW2D 215, Iowa 2010, that overruled Sandbilt to the extent that Sandbilt limited the expanded duty of care an insurance provider owes to clients to specific situations. Instead, the court held that the fact finder could determine based on the circumstances of each case, what the agreement of the parties was with respect to the service to be performed and whether the service was performed with the skill and knowledge normally possessed by insurance producers under like circumstances. Second, in April 2011, during the next legislative session after the Langwith decision was issued, the Iowa General Assembly enacted Iowa Code Chapter 522B.11, Subsection 7, adopting the holding in Sandbilt and explicitly abrogating the Langworth decision. This legislation restored the limited scope of an insurance producer's duty to clients except in specific situations. Issues on appeal. Number one, whether the expanded scope of duty for insurance producers adopted by the court in the 2010 Langworth decision applies retroactively to the case. Number two, whether the limited scope of duty for insurance producers enacted in 2011 in Iowa Code 
Chapter 522B.11, Subsection 7, has only prospective applicability and does not apply to this case. Number three, whether Iowa Code Section 522B.11, Subsection 7 violates equal protection and the separation of powers under the Iowa Constitution. Analysis and holding. The Court of Appeals found that Iowa Code Chapter 522B.11, Subsection 7, Subparagraph A, provides that the sand-built case defines the duties and responsibilities of insurance producers. The Court of Appeals noted that while the statute does not expressly address the subject of retroactivity, subparagraph B necessarily implies that subsection 7 is intended to eliminate the application of the principles set forth in the Langwith case. The Court of Appeals said that the newly enacted statute, adopted only months after the Langwith decision, is, quote, an obvious effort to correct what the legislature determined to be a court decision that did not express what the legislature wanted the public policy to be with respect to duties and responsibilities of an insurance producer. The Court of Appeals further noted that it is just and reasonable to apply the principles of the sand-built case since that was the law in effect when the alleged breach of duty occurred, when the summary judgment was granted, and when the Webkers filed their appeal and this interpretation gives effect to the entire statute and addresses the public interest as defined by the legislature. Constitutional Claims The Webkers asserted that Iowa Code Chapter 522B.11, Subsection 7, violates equal protection because it provides a different standard of care for insurance producers than for other professions. The Court of Appeals held that the standard enunciated in Sandbilt is, quote, reasonable care, which is the normal common law requirement for a negligence claim. The purpose of providing protection to an insurance producer from an expanded agency relationship has a rationale basis and is not constitutionally deficient. The Webkers also asserted that the legislature violated the separation of powers principle by adopting Iowa Code Section 522B.11, Subsection 7. The Court of Appeals held that the legislature has the power to enact statutes that establish standards and scopes of duty for insurance producers. The Court of Appeals also held that while the legislature may not use retroactive legislation to control cases already finally adjudicated by the courts, the legislature does have the power to enact a law that is clearly retroactive and that law must be applied in reviewing judgments still on appeal that were rendered before the law was enacted. Since this case had not reached a final judgment within the courts, Retroactive application of the new statute to this case does not constitute a separation of powers violation. This legal update was written by Ann Verhuell of the Legal Division of the Legislative Services Agency. She can be reached at 515-281-3837. To find the legal update on the Internet, go to the Iowa General Assembly website at www.legis.iowa.gov and click on the LSA Publications tab. Then click on Legal Topic Publications in the gray box on the left. Then click on Legal Update.